Sochem Daf Menvav. Today's email comes from Yitzchok Sternbach from Lakewood. He says, "I'm going to skip around. I've been watching you share every single day early in the morning. Your charts and Erevin were a real lifesaver. Baruch Hashem was able to be in the same Erevin with your share. Since the beginning of Sochem, I started my own share in my office at the end of the day, where I basically give over your share. Unbelievable. Keep on going. Chel Chalaraisa. I print your charts every day, and I also attempt to infuse your spirit. It goes on. Unfortunately, in our share, one of a big mitzvah to our share." Rav Sreli Gordon lost his nine-year-old son to a brain tumor. And he says, I just came home from the Gordon Shiva house, where I sat with Rav Sreli. He's beyond touched how the MDY Oilam got involved with Rechmiel Zechorin Levracha before the Ptira. And this past week, even though he's barely met anyone in person from the Shir, he's referring to all the people that came to be Menachem Oval and called him. Unbelievable. Yitzchak Sternbach from Lakewood, New Jersey. Thank you. So in our Mishnah, the Mishnah starts off talking about a bowl that has a crack and it's plugged with a piece of dough. The Mishnah says, Kazais have to get rid of, and a whole Gemara. The Mishnah also says, The same applies to Tumah. Now we have to understand, Tumah and Chametz are very different. Chametz is dependent on the shear of a Kazais. Listen to Kazais. Tumah and Chatzitza have to do with Kepeda, a person's intent, what bothers him, what doesn't bother him. So the Gemara gives us four explanations to this line, Bechein Tumah. According to Rabbi Yehuda, in fact, we have to be Gairis, Tumah. Tumah is different. Okay, Abaya Rava, they don't like that pshat. So Abaya says the pshat is Siruf Tuma. To combine this kazayas of Chometz on Pesach to Tuma. So let's say you have this kazayas of Tuma, of Chometz, together with other food. Together they are a kabeza. Do they have the power to transmit Tuma to something else? If it's on Pesach, so this kazayas is Choshov, so it has the power. Even if he's not Makbid, yes Makbid, it doesn't matter. But during the year, not on Pesach, it has to do with his kpeda, does he want it there or not. Rava says, we're talking about he wants to take this bowl that's tummy and put it in the mikvah b'tayvala. And if this piece of chametz is chashav, it's kezayis, it's Pesach, then it's going to make a chatzitza and you cannot put the bowl in the mikvah. But during the year, where this piece is nothing, then it depends on kpeda nakpeda. If he's not makbid, you can be toivalet. If he's makbid, you can't be toivalet. And Rapapa says, we're talking about whether the actual bowl can become tamid. What happened was, a sheretz touched a piece of dough. If the dough is on Pesach, it's a kezai, you have to get rid of it. So the sheretz touched the dough, but it's not as if he touched the bowl. But if it's not on Pesach, then it depends if the person is makbid or not. If he's not makbid, then the dough is part of the bowl, then the sheretz touched the entire bowl. If he's makbid, then the shares touch dough, not the bowl. Says the Mishnah, there's a concept called Batsek HaKharesh. A Kharesh, a person who can't hear, you, don't, you can't tell. He has ears like everybody else, he just doesn't hear. This dough, by looking at it, you can't tell if it became chametz or not. How do you know if it's chametz? Well, if he made another dough just like it at the same exact time, and that dough became chametz, you can assume the first dough became chametz. What if you don't have another dough? So the shear is a mill, we know it as 18 minutes, says the Nishtabura. The time it takes you to go from Migdal to Tferia. A mill. Says Rishlakish, there are three things that the shears four mill. First one is somebody who needs dough. And he was given kalim that are tummy. He must walk. Four mil, 72 minutes to be toivalis kalim. Tefillah. If you're in, on, on the way, you're driving somewhere, for instance. And in order to get to Minyan, you have to drive another 72 minutes because we're dealing with minutes, not with distance. 
<coughs> you must do so. For Natila Sidayim, you want to eat bread, you have to travel 4 mil or 72 minutes in that direction. But you don't have to go backwards. Backwards, you only go up to a mil, a little less than a mil. Aibu added one more thing. When you process leather, it removes the tumor from it. So if you step on it, 4 mil, then you can remove the tumor. <clears throat> that idea doesn't apply to human skin. As Martin Chulun discusses, people used to take their parents' skin, unfortunately, and make things out of it, so they made a tummy forever, even if you process it. Says the Mishnah, there's a major problem if the dough is tummy on Pesach. <clears throat> what can you do with it? To be mafir shchala and give it to the kain, you can't. The kain can't do any, anything with it, it's tummy. To be mafir shchala and put it on the side, it'll become chametz, a problem. To burn it, you can't burn it, you can't burn chachim on yantam. So what do you do? Machleg is in the Mishnah. According to Rebbe Liezer, you take the dough, everything, you bake it all, and only afterwards, you're mafir shchala. According to Ben Becerra, you take your mafir shchala while it's in the dough state, and you take that piece and you put it into cold water. And according to Rebbe Yeshua, just be mafir shchala, it becomes chametz, it's not your problem. Because the chala doesn't belong to you any longer. The chala belongs to the kayan. Which kayan? There are many kayanim. So let it become chametz. So the one says, perhaps we could explain the mechleg between Yeshua and Rebbe Yezer. Whether or not, this monetary benefit that the owner of the chala has, that he could give it to the son of his daughter who married a kayan. He could receive money for that. That's a monetary benefit and it makes it his own. That's the shaila. Is it his or not his? The Lord says, well, perhaps that's not the shaila here. Could be everybody agrees that that's not considered monetary value. And the shaila is that we say the concept of hoyl, since. Since like anything that you make a nether, you could go to a rav and the rav could be made for the nether. The rav could say that that piece of dough is no longer chala. And then it will become yours. So since there's a possibility of it becoming yours, so today we consider it yours. So what about a person who bakes from Yontif to the weekday? Usr. He did so on Yontif when he wasn't hungry. He ate already and he's not hungry. If he, wasn't, if he didn't eat, then he's hungry, then he could bake as much as he wants. He's, he's not hungry. According to Rav Chizda gets Malchus. Why? Because you don't say Hoyal, perhaps you'll have guests. And according to Rabba, we say Hoyal. Guests will show up. It's very possible, so you don't get Malchus. Rav Chizda will We'll have to say that from Yom Tif to Shabbos, in fact, Midaraiis is mutter to bake and cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos. Chamur Geyser, they said, perhaps someone will take that idea and use it from Yom Tif to weekday. So they instituted an Erev Tafshilan. And that Erev Tafshilan will remind you that the reason why you're permitted to cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos, it's only in that case and not from Yom Tif to, to the weekday. But it's not because of the idea, says Rav Chizda, of Hayal. I don't need to say hi. What about an animal who's about to die? The owner of the animal, Tziyantif, already ate his meal. He's already satiated. He doesn't want to eat anymore. So he doesn't have the right to chef this animal and save his money. If he doesn't chef it, it'll be in available. We could still say hoyal. Hoyal, if he wanted to, he could stuff himself with the kazais of this animal. And once he stuffed himself with the kazais of this animal, he'll have to chef the entire animal. Have a wonderful day.